You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? Welcome into Locked On Cardinals for Friday, September the 10th of 2021. We are brought to you in part today by Spotify Green Room. Be sure to download the Spotify Green Room app and join one of our Locked On rooms today. I am Lucas Smith, host of the show. Thanks for tuning in. Whether you're watching on the YouTube channel, listening on your favorite podcasting platform, or both at the same time, maybe you're doing something fancy, I don't know, uh, but much appreciated. Be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel if you are a first-time listener, and be sure to hit the bell to be notified when my videos go up, as well as be sure to drop a rating on iTunes and be following on all your podcasting platforms. It is free no matter where you are listening from or watching on. So much appreciated. Like I talked about, big series this weekend coming up against the Cincinnati Reds. Cardinals somehow remain in the postseason hunt despite some questionable baseball at times as we will interplay on Friday with the Cardinals being three games out of the San Diego Padres for the second wildcard spot. Two games behind the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, Two games are shepherding those two teams, I guess I should say. And then the Philadelphia Phillies are three and a half and the Mets are five games back. So a lot of teams kind of within that that bubble range of playoffs, not playoffs type of of a question. And the Cardinals right now sit on the... um, positive side of being within three games. Very doable for the St. Louis Cardinals, or at least very doable in theory for the Cardinals. A lot of things still have to go right. A lot of season left to be played. A lot of baseball happening, and we'll we'll, we'll see how it goes. The Cardinals have a a tough stretch in terms of a lot of games in a short amount of time, because from the 17th to the 26th, they do not have an off day in September, but they also have a doubleheader on September the 24th in Wrigley Field. I will be attending that game. It's a makeup from a game that was supposed to be back on my 21st birthday on July the 11th. Um, In case you're you're wondering, you can write that down for future reference, July the 11th. Uh, But nevertheless... Big series this weekend against the Reds. So we're going to go ahead and get right into this weekend series from Bush Stadium tonight. Hopefully they're good crowds. Crowds at Bush Stadium have been sparse. Um, who knows if it's because of COVID, because of bad play. That's a different discussion. We can all agree the crowds have not been where they have been in years past. John Lester will get the ball on Friday night, 7.15 Central Time. The first pitch will be going up against Tyler Malley. John Lester was phenomenal his last time out against the Cincinnati Reds. Um, his start before last, when he went six and a third innings, gave up just one hit, one earned run. He did walk two and struck out five. His last three starts have been absolutely phenomenal. Against the Detroit Tigers, he went five innings, gave up seven hits, but only one earned run, two walks, four strikeouts. I already mentioned the Cincinnati Reds start. And most recently against the Brewers, five and a third, six hits, one earned, two walks, and two strikeouts. And John Lester will be going four illustrious win number 199 as he has 198 117 record according to baseball or excuse me according to mlb.com um he's pitched pretty well overall for the st louis cardinals in the month of august um you know his era was a, was a tad high due to a, his first two starts being really bad and one okay start against the brewers Lester's going to be looking to continue the success he had against the Cincinnati Reds in his most previous timeout. Because in that start, Jeff Carr and I talked about it in, in the moment. The Reds hitters just looked lost. That They could not touch him whatsoever. They were nowhere close. His curveball was working. I thought he probably got pulled a little bit too soon. I think Lester's gotten pulled a little bit too soon in his last number of starts, to be quite frank. 
I think that, that he is a veteran guy, knows what he's doing, and should have a little bit more trust and going a couple more innings or at least a couple more pitches, a couple more batters. But nevertheless, John Lester will be looked, to, looked on on Friday night to go deep into this game. And you know what he's going to have to do? Let's see. What, what, what's the phrase that I want to say? Oh, yeah. He's going to have to keep his team in the game. That is a phrase I use frequently here. If you're a first-time listener, get used to it. If you're a long-time listener, hope it's not too annoying. But it's just true. Pitchers, a pitcher's goal, a pitcher's, um, what a pitcher should aim to do is to keep his team in the game. No question about it. John Lester, the lefty, is going to be going for the Cardinals tonight. When you look at individual numbers against John Lester, some guys have a ton of at-bats. Eugenio Suarez, despite having a really, really, really bad year on every, just about every statistical metric you can think of, has a 405 average against John Lester in 37 at-bats, pop five home runs, driven in 11. Other decent numbers, Nick Castellanos is three out of seven. Uh, and also Kyle Farmer is three out of six. Other not-so-good numbers. Joey Votto, 214 and 42 at-bats uh, with just one home run, six runs driven in. Uh, Tucker Barnhart, 214 and 13 at-bats. Estrubal Cabrera, 231 and 13 at-bats. So maybe that, that's, there's no secret as to why Lester was having success against the Reds in his most recent timeout. The players in the Reds tend to not have a lot of success against Mr. Lester. So he'll be looking to continue that success coming up on Friday night. Cardinals offensively will be looking to get a, maybe a few more hits and runs than they get against the Dodgers, despite earning a sweep, or excuse me, a split against the Dodgers, which is a very positive thing, and I'm not trying to bash it, but they uh, scored two runs, five hits on Thursday, so it's not like they were scoring a ton of runs or having an offensive barrage. Hopefully that will change against Tyler Malley, because he is going on the mound against the St. Louis Cardinals uh, for the Cincinnati Reds. And he does have a couple starts against the Cardinals this season. All the way back on April the 3rd, he went five innings, gave up four hits, three runs, two earned, uh, gave up two home runs, and walked two in that start. Uh, fast forward to June 5th, seven innings, five hits, two earned, a walk, and eight punch outs. And then you go to July 23rd, five innings, two earned, Four walks and five punch-outs gave up two home runs for the two earned runs. And that is his most recent start against the St. Louis Cardinals. His most recent timeout was against the Tigers. Five innings, four earned runs. Uh, in his last seven starts, according to MLB.com, he's got a 3.89 ERA in 41 and two-thirds of an inning. So the Cardinals will be looking to have a little bit more success against Tyler Malley than they have in starts past. Uh, the first start back in April was pretty good from the Cardinals' offensive standpoint, uh, but then Tyler Malley seems to have corrected himself. And he's having a fine year, to be quite honest with you. Uh, overall in the year, he is 11-5, and five, a 3.76 ERA, 182 punch outs in 153 innings. His whip is 1.21. His ERA is lower than his career mark of 4.38. Um... So he's having a good year, and I think if, if you're a Reds fan, you're probably feeling pretty good about, about Malley going for, the, for, for your Cincinnati Reds. Let's take a look at the numbers against him because some are good, like Nolan Arenado's 308 clip and 13 at-bats, or Harrison Bader's 429 clip and 7 at-bats, and some are not so good, like Matt Carpenter's 105 and 19 at-bats, Paul DeYoung 211 and 19 at-bats with two home runs. Others are better again when you look at Yachty, 450 and 20 at-bats with two home runs. Paul Goldschmidt, 400 and 20 at-bats with a home run, two runs driven in. One more bad one, just even it out. Tyler O'Neill, 188 uh, and 16 at-bats with a run driven in. So you got some really, really good ones and some really, really bad ones in a in a pretty good sample size, anywhere from, from 13 to 20 at-bats for all these St. Louis Cardinals. So in all, in all honesty, on Friday night, you got to be feeling pretty good as a St. Louis Cardinal. 
You know, you got John Lester on the mound who has he's got a string of good starts going, pitched really well against the Reds in his most previous start against them, going six in the third inning, shutting down this offense that can light it up. Feeling pretty good as a St. Louis Cardinal here in game number one on Friday night. If you, you know, if you're a fan of the Cardinals, which, you know, I, I assume most of you would be listening to this show, and I feel good about the Cardinals as a podcast host covering them. I think that they have a good shot at uh, getting a win or at least being competitive here in game number one tonight. And you know, just because I said that, that they're going to just fall off the table, but got to play the game. So we will see how that goes. Game two features Miles Michaelis, Luis Castillo. Maybe you don't feel as good about that game if you're a St. Louis Cardinal, but we'll be talking about that game coming up here in just a moment here on Locked on Cardinals. But first, taking a quick break uh, to get some ads in and to tell you about our wonderful sponsors. So slow is just right if you're on vacation, a sloth, or describing QuickBooks. More like slow books. It sucks you in and slows you down with the manual process, integration difficulties, and glitchy delays that leave you scrambling for the numbers you need. Now is the time to make the switch to NetSuite by Oracle, the number one financial system, because NetSuite gives you the visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, e-commerce, and more. It's everything you need to grow all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and take a close look at your books in no time, no matter how big your business grows. Failing to switch to NetSuite will leave you stuck trying to make sense of your books while your competitors sprint ahead. 93% of surveyed businesses increased their visibility and control since switching to NetSuite. And now a special financing is back. NetSuite is offering a -a one-of-a-kind financing program only for those ready to switch today. Head to netsuite.com slash locked on right now. Get special financing at netsuite.com slash locked on. One more time, that is netsuite.com slash locked on. Also want to tell you about the best tasting protein bar in the business, and that is Built Bar. Built Bar has nine delicious flavors. My mouth is going to start watering. I already know that, but here they are. Coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, German chocolate. You can't go wrong. So many flavors for so many different options. I love the double chocolate. That's what I get every time I ordered. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you want to try all the flavors, get yourself a mixed box and get two of each of the nine flavors. They are incredibly healthy as well. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, 4 to 5 grams of sugar, 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Order today. What are you waiting for? Get the raspberry, double chocolate, whatever you'd like. And also, Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. Have I not enticed you enough? You can now go to Built.com, enter the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order of Built Bars. That's right. They're healthy, they're tasty, the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team, and you can get 15% off at Built.com with the promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5. So if you're feeling pretty good about Friday night's game as a St. Louis Cardinal fan, Saturday might bring you a, a, a few more worries. As the, on the 20th anniversary of 9-11, the Cardinals will be facing off the Reds at home for a 6-15 first pitch. Luis Castillo versus Miles Michaelis. Miles Michaelis has not done very well in his return from the injured list. Uh, four starts, 
Uh, his first start was okay, five innings, two earned against the Pirates. Second start, four and a third, eight hits, three earned against the Pirates again. His most recent start against the Reds, he went three innings, gave up five hits, four earned runs, and then uh, start after that, he pitched against the Dodgers going five innings, giving up five hits, five runs, four of those being earned. You want to put the positive spin on it? Miles Michaelis settled down after a rocky first inning and that Dodgers start to pitch pretty well overall. That's your positive spin. Give up four runs in the first, one run in the next four innings. Maybe he uses that success and to go pitch well tonight, or excuse me, Saturday against uh, the Cincinnati Reds on the 20th anniversary, as I mentioned, of 9-11. Reds are sending up Luis Castillo. Luis Castillo had a rough start to his season, but has really, really turned it around. Uh, or at least he did in the month of July when he had a 2-1-5 ERA. Took a slight step back in August going for a 4-5-8 ERA. One start in September was phenomenal. Six innings, four hits, three runs, one of them being earned. Two walks, struck out seven Detroit Tigers back on September the 5th. He will go against the St. Louis Cardinals, a team that he has some numbers against this season. Pitched against them on opening day and did not fare very well. Three and a third, eight hits, ten runs, Eight of them being earned. One homer, one hit by pitch, two walks, did not strike out a man. Fast forward April 25th, five innings, six hits, four earned runs. And then you fast forward to June. That's when he's really started to lock it in. Six innings, one earned run, one home run, uh, walk, and five strikeouts. He had a 171 ERA in June. That start really, really. Uh, Kickstarted his season there, his his resurgence, I should say, should say. Month of July, seven innings, one earned run, five hits. He struck out nine Cardinals that day, walked three. Most recently, back on August the 30th, gave up a couple first inning runs. Uh, thanks to a home run, three earned over six innings. He did strike out eight. So some really good in the months of July and June, or June and July. A bad one in April, and then a so-so one in the month of August. Cardinals are going to be looking to look back to the success that they had in the August start, as well as the one in April for a Cardinal win. Of the three games, this is probably the one I feel least confident in, and that's mostly to say due to, to, due to Miles Michaelis, just going to be honest. Miles Michaelis has not pitched extremely well. Or, you, know, you could even say he's not pitched well, period, um, as a St. Louis Cardinal since coming back from the IL here in 2021. Hasn't shown much to me that he's going to improve on that. Again, if you want to take the positive spin in it, then you could. We, we can talk about the fact that he really settled down and shut down a Dodger lineup for four innings after a four-run first inning. And the only run he gave up after that four-run first was an unearned run. We can talk about that. We, we can definitely, you know, take that positive spin. The negative spin, he gave up four runs in the first inning and really, you know, here are, here's the buzz phrase again. He didn't keep his team in the game, and the game was almost over before it started at that point. Pick your spin. <laughs> Pick which way you want to go. Miles Michaelis has not pitched well since 2018 for at a consistent level. That contract is not a great contract, not going to lie. Mozeliak has had some winners, a couple winners in his tenure. This one was just not one of them is what it is. So Saturday's game, really, as a Reds fan, you probably feel good about Saturday's game. And that's the one, as a Cardinal fan, that I feel least confident about. And just for a moment, uh, it is, like I mentioned a couple times, the 20th anniversary of the uh, attacks on the Twin Towers uh, on September 11th. Uh, s- seems crazy to think it was 20 years ago. Again, I, I have no memory of it. I-, I was one year old at the time, just over one year old. I was born in 2000. I remember my mom telling a story. I think I, my twin brother and I were home, and my mom you know, left work to come home to watch the coverage with 
um, with our dad and uh, Thomas, my two brother Thomas and I were, you know, little infants, didn't have any clue what was going on. So I have no memory of it. Uh, that, that does not mean I don't recognize the magnitude of it and the, the importance of never forgetting. I, know, I think I saw that the Mets are wearing um, first responders caps on Saturday's game. So j- just to thank you to, to all the first responders that are listening out there um, to, for, for willingly putting yourself in harm's way to protect um, the men and women of this country, as well as thank you to the men and women who serve in the armed forces, um, also putting yourself in harm's way for the protection um, of us. You know, it's, it's because of the heroic actions of those ladies and gentlemen that, that that, that or those men and women, excuse me, that, that lost their lives on 9-11, that have lost their lives in wars for this country, that were able to play a silly game like baseball. Baseball was a huge part in bringing this country back to its feet and helping the country grieve and, and get back to normal a little bit when the Mets and Yankees returned to play in, 2000, or in 2001. So it's because of sacrifices of so many countless men and, and women over the years and years of, the, of the, this country's history that were able to play a baseball game. They were able to have the, the freedoms that we, that we have here. So just to thank you to those men and women. Um, if, if you're listening, if you know somebody, make sure you thank them. Um, and, and it being 20 years as well, it might be, you know, it might, might be really difficult for a lot of different people tomorrow or uh, Saturday who, who have lost a loved one in, in those attacks and, and what and, and, and so on. So, you know, make sure that, that we don't, don't take what we're doing for granted is basically what I'm trying to say. Hug a loved one, tell them you love them. Um, text a parent, text a grandparent, text anybody. Um, life's too short to, to not let people know that you're thinking about them. Um, and, and, and I just want to go in that little quick little uh, life chat there. Uh, so, so thank you to all the men and women who've served to protect this country, uh, both at home and abroad, uh, to allow us to play this game we call baseball. So Saturday, 20th anniversary, Cardinals not feeling good from base, or at least I'm not feeling good about the Cardinals from a baseball standpoint. So Take a little deep breath, and uh, we'll get back to baseball talk here on Locked On Cardinals because um, that is what we're here to, to do on this show. Michaelis has to prove it. He, he's got to show that, that he's got something else left in the tank that he can, um, you know, that, that, that he can pitch like he did in 2018 or at least show us a resemblance of what he did in 2018 to, at that, that, at that time, warrant a contact extension from the St. Louis Cardinals. But we'll see how it goes. Like I said, Saturday is probably the game I feel least confident in. One more game to talk about that comes on Sunday, 1-15 first pitch, Grandparents' Day, according to my handy-dandy calendar right up there. Uh, so if you have grandparents, make sure you let them know. Have your grandparents' day. But we'll talk about Sunday's game as it's J.A. Happ versus Sonny Gray uh, for a 1-15 first pitch on Sunday. Talk about that coming up here in just a moment. But it's that time of year. Football has a f- officially started at the NFL level, and college is underway as well. And as always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Got all the updated odds, props, and contests, including the online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest open now at Bet Online. Head to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 100% welcome bonus. It's not 50 anymore. It's 100. That promo code to get that 100% welcome bonus is locked on. L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, locked on at betonline.ag. From football, basketball, baseball, boxing, right to your favorite 
Vegas casino games. Don't wait and be sure to take advantage of the, all the great offers available for the 2021 football season. And hey, October is just around the corner as well. So betonline.ag is your place to go. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Now stop me if this sounds familiar as well. You've got one device that you catch the game live, another that is for streaming your favorite shows and movies, another to watch sports highlights, highlights, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login information for the good stuff. It's chaotic. It's too much. I want to tell you a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle, without the clutter, and it's a great way to get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings all your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can watch all your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling different remotes, no need to buy another device ever again, and the best part? No annual contract. So get rid of the clutter, the confusion. Get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That is directtv.com. Compatible device is required. Content varies by package. One more baseball game to talk about, and that one is going to come your way on Sunday, 1-15, the first pitch central time on September the 12th, and it is J.A. Happ taking them out against Sonny Gray. J.A. Happ has not had success in his last handful of starts. On the 27th against Pittsburgh, it was okay. Five and two-thirds of an inning, three hits, two earned runs, uh, three walks and four strikeouts. His last start against the Reds did not last very long. Just one inning, gave up eight hits, seven earned runs, two walks, Got a little bit better against the Dodgers um, on Tuesday. Went five innings, gave up seven hits, four earned, and three strikeouts. So he is going to be looking, going to look to find the success he had in his first handful of starts or his middle handful of starts with the Cardinals. Because his ERA with the Cardinals in August, when it, when he you know he got traded at the July 31st trade deadline, was 2.22. He was three and zero in five starts and. Here's kind of the, the kicker in all of that. He was facing he faced the, the the Braves the first start, so that's a playoff team legit. And then it was the Pirates, the Royals, the Pirates, and the Pirates. So in his first two, in his other two real tests, the Reds and the Dodgers, he's not passed those tests. His ERA in the month of September, for example, sixteen and a half. He's given up eleven earned runs in six innings. I don't know how you can spin that to being good. Hopefully, the only hope that I have, the only hope that anybody can have, is that he turns around and, and finds his early Cardinal career success um, on Sunday night. <coughs> Excuse me, apologize for that on YouTube, uh, the cough there, but you only have, you can only hope that Hap finds his early Cardinal success again, locating the fastball and able to use the secondary pitches off of that, not walking batters, not not serving up home runs, because in five starts. 28 and a third innings in August, he gave up four home runs. And then in two starts, six innings in the month of September, he's given up four home runs. So very similar to Alex Reyes, keep the ball in the ballpark. Yes, he's facing better competition now, but still trying to keep the ball in the ballpark will be the biggest challenge for Hap. Yes, it's St. Louis and the walls are out, and the metrics might tell you that... Um, you know, it's a, it's a pitcher-friendly park, but he's still got to go out there and dominate and, and pitch well for, for the Cardinals. And they'll be facing Sonny Gray, who uh, has some some starts against St. Louis this season. Let's take a look back at them, shall we? Um, April 23rd, he went three and two-thirds of an inning, gave up five earned runs, a home run, struck out six, and gave up six hits. That's a successful appearance for the Cardinals. 
Another one came on July 25th. Three and a third, eight hits, eight earned runs, three home runs, a walk, and three strikeouts. Most recent start wasn't terrible. Five innings, two earned, two hits, uh, two home runs, hit a batter, and walk three. Very, very positive for the Car- from the Cardinals' perspective and their solo numbers against Sonny Gray. This season shows it as well as these numbers. Arnato is 4-9 with a home run. Bader has a home run and 7 at-bats. Tommy Evan is 6 out of 12 with a home run. And Yadier Molina is 3 out of 10. Not just going to be blindly positive. I'll also show you some bad ones. Carlson is 2 out of 9. DeYoung is hitting 143 in 14 at-bats. Paul Goldschmidt is 067 in 15 at-bats against Sonny Gray. That one surprised me. When I, when I was uh, prepping for the show. That one was pretty shocking. What about the what about the Reds against J.A. Happ, you wonder? Nicholas Castellanos kills him. 524 and 21 at-bats, three home runs, 12 runs driven in. Beyond that, nobody else has more than six at-bats. Joey Votto is four out of six. Other than that, no. I'm sorry, Mike Moustakas is two out of nine against him. Jonathan India is three out of four. So not a whole lot of experience other than the seven-run um, barrage they put up against him in his most previous start. Going to have to right the ship. That, 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 that is what it comes down to. Hap needs to right the ship for the St. Louis Cardinals this weekend on Sunday. We'll get to my prediction coming up here in just a moment. Um, it's going to be a positive. I'm just going to do a little bit of a spoiler. But take, let, let's take a look at the standings. Uh, who will the Cardinals competitors play this weekend? The Dodgers play the Giants. Or excuse me, the Do- Dodgers play the Padres. So we're Dodgers fans. Or if you, we're, you're going to be a Dodger fan this weekend if you're if you want the the Cardinals to be in postseason play at, at weekend's end. Uh, they, they could only be tied with San Diego uh, if the Dodgers somehow pull off a sweep. It is at L.A., so maybe maybe the Dodgers are able to pull it off. Reds obviously play the Cardinals, and the Phillies play the Rockies. But the Phillies play the Rockies at home, and the Rockies at home are a much different team than they are on the road. And here is. My reasoning, or not my reasoning, my uh, data to back that up. Colorado on the road, 19 and 50. 19 and 50. Colorado at home, 45 and 27. That is a better record at home than the San Diego Padres have at home. That is a very identical record to the record that the Dodgers and Giants have at home. So because it is. Um, oh, I misspoke. I beg your pardon. Uh, the. The game is in Philadelphia. Disregard my point. Never mind. That, that's going to be a, a, a rough search for the Rockies to win because they're playing at Philadelphia. Misread the verses and at. My apologies there. Um, so, quick summary. I hope this is going to be a correct summary. Dodgers at Los Angeles. Reds at Cardinals. Mets against the Rockies at home. Or the Phillies against the Rockies at home. The Mets at home against the Yankees this weekend. So, if, if you're going to looking for other teams to cheer for, cheer for the Dodgers cheer for the Cardinals, and cheer for the Colorado Rockies, and cheer for the Yankees. That, that, that's who you're cheering for this weekend if you want the Cardinals to have the best shot at being in the postseason. Cardinals this this year have not played extremely well against the Reds. They are just 7-9 and nine against Cincinnati this season, so the best they could do is finish 10-9, and nine, as this is the last time they will face off against the Red Legs of Cincinnati. Prediction time. Cardinals have won two in a row. They just earned a split with the Los Angeles Dodgers. Pitching matchups are pretty favorable for the Cardinals this weekend. Pretty favorable for the most part. I'm saying the Cardinals take two out of three. I say they take two out of three, get themselves back in the playoff race. Call me too positive, call me what you want. Feeling good. Cardinals are taking two out of three this weekend. That is my prediction. 
If I had to pick one that they would lose, I'd pick Saturday because of Luis Castillo. The Cardinals are going to make or break their season. If the Cardinals are going to prove that they, they want to be in the postseason race, this weekend's another, another, another test they're going to have to pass. Coming off two solid wins against L.A., pitching matchups pretty favorable at home. Go get them. Cardinals take two out of three against the Reds this weekend. That is my prediction. That's going to do it for the show today. Uh, be sure to follow me on Twitter at LJ Fastball for all your uh, Cardinals updates. Uh, you can also follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Cardinals. And be sure to uh, email the show anytime at LockedOnCards at gmail.com. Next show is going to come out on Monday. It's going to be recapping this whole series against the Cincinnati Reds. Should be a fun series. Tends to always be a fun series. So, I'm Lucas Smith. Here's my Locked On car- Locked On uh, t-shirt. Uh, be sure to support the network by listening to Locked On Bets and any other Locked On podcast show. And have a wonderful weekend. Until I talk to you guys on Monday, be sure to stay safe, stay well, and have a fantastic rest of your day.